our Denver 7 insider, Troy Rank. So many guests. I'm coming so, for your job, So Troy. many, so many guests uh, join us. We say hello to Troy Rank. I got, I got so much ground I want to cover with you, Troy. First of all, uh, good morning. Is uh, Jim Harbaugh landing in the AFC West bad news for the Broncos? Yeah, it is. He's a great football coach. He's different. He's quirky. He's odd. All he does is win everywhere he's been. San Diego, University of San Diego, Stanford, uh, San Francisco 49ers, and now Michigan leaving with a national championship. I mean, the guy, he establishes an identity and builds a culture as well as any football coach going right now. So, yeah, I mean, when you look at the talent the Chargers have had the last few years, now they've got some cap issues, but he walks in with Justin Herbert and more talent than Sean Payton walked in, I believe, uh, in Denver. It's an easier turnaround because you got the quarterback. You know, again, I know people have mixed reviews of Herbert. I don't. And I think with the right coach, right system, that they're going to be dangerous. So, yeah, it's not great news for the Broncos. Their challenge just got any steep, even steeper in the AFC West and the AFC in general. Good morning, Troy. If you had to rank the offseason outlook for all four teams in the AFC West, where would the Broncos land? In terms of um, how much work they have to do? In terms of or, expectation, in terms of future prospects, in terms of um, hope for the next year or hope for the future? Yeah, I mean, there is hope because of the culture changed here. You know, they win eight games. It's three-game improvement, Matt. But the reality is they have uncertainty at quarterback, and that's a problem in this league. When you look at the teams that were in the playoffs, the last, the final eight had – you know, all basically, you know, star quarterbacks and, and Brock Purdy was the one, you know, Mr. Irrelevant. But all of those teams in the final eight were settled at quarterback. None of them are trying to patchwork it. And that's the biggest concern for me is Sean Payton has a good staff, a much better coaching staff than they've had here in years past. They improved special teams. You know, defensively, they found an identity at times. But offensively, without a quarterback, that outlook it makes it difficult to be wildly optimistic. And when you'd say, well, it'd be better than the Raiders, right? They can't beat the Raiders. I mean, everyone knows that, well, it's better than the Raiders. They can't beat the Raiders. They haven't. They've lost, what, eight straight to the Raiders. The Chiefs, you know, they split with them, which is encouraging. The Chiefs have a chance to go back to the Super Bowl again. They're, you know, the defending champs, the Chargers just got Harbaugh, has Herbert. So, you know, when it comes to the AFC West, it's not, you know, it's it's not impossible to say, well, you know, they could be the last place team. Again, if they figure out the quarterback situation, maybe it doesn't mean next year is the big year, but it certainly puts them on the right track. But that's why it's hard to get too excited right now because of the uncertainty at that position. Busy with Troy Rank, Denver 7. Troy, outstanding interview with Todd Helton that you uh, conducted right after he found out he was going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's been interesting reading, listening to reaction from the baseball world. Some of the voters who did not vote for Todd or uh, Joe Maurer, guys like that. The argument being that the Hall, in their opinion, has become too much of the Hall of Very Good rather than the Hall of Fame. What would be your response to that? Yeah, I couldn't disagree more with that. I mean, it's so difficult to get into the Hall of Fame. There's been years with no one elected, one person elected. It is, you know, I think this year was 385 voters. You need 75% of the vote. We vote in a vacuum. The idea it's getting easy to make the Baseball Hall of Fame, I think, is ludicrous. And the discussion, I mean, Maurer surprised me as a first ballot guy because of how he was viewed as a catcher. Now, if you view him exclusively as a catcher, 
that makes him a first ballot guy. And I voted for him, but I was surprised nationally the love he got because it was he really didn't catch as long as people think. He was hurt a lot, and he played a lot of first base, and he dh And I thought that would be held against him because if you view his numbers that way, he's not a slam dunk first ballot guy. Uh, and Helton, it, the reason he finally got in is people warmed up to his road OPS. The fact that he has a better road OPS than Dave Winfield, George Brett, Al Kaline, Carl Yastrzemski. I mean, I could go on and you finally say, okay, yeah, Coors Field, it's an offensive friendly park. It helps him, but it's also a difficult place to play. The games are longer and the altitude takes an enormous toll on your body, both playing here and then going on the road where it affects how you see pitches and the movement on pitches and you know, that's what finally pushed Helton over the top. But, I mean, really, the Hall of Very Good? I mean, who who got in recently? Harold Baines in a veterans committee, I would agree. But who's gotten in? Like, you don't see the Kurt Warner, Terrell Davis that you see in the Football Hall of Fame, and I'm glad they're in. I'm just saying you don't see any of that in the Baseball Hall of Fame where a guy has a five-, six-year career of dominance. If that were the case, Chase Utley would be in. You know, I mean, so I don't agree with that at all. I think it, it's times it's too difficult, and there's a bias against certain regions in the country, including uh, the Rockies, including this region specifically. Troy, last night on the ice, Nathan McKinnon put on a show once again, and we are in the makings here, Troy, of a very, very special season. From what you've seen, where does Nate stack up among some of the greats here in Denver sports history? Well, he, he's on that path. Uh, when you look at, it's just crazy because any other, fr- it feels like any other franchise in Colorado, like, oh, man, he's the guy. Like, Jokic is quickly becoming the guy in the Nuggets. He's going to leave as their guy. But when I covered the Avs back in the 90s, I mean, you had Sackett, you had Forsberg, you had Patrick Waugh. I mean, you know, in Waugh's case, he's one of the greatest of all time. And, you know, Forsberg and Sackett during their time were such dominant players that, here and you know when you do it for the abs there is this context that like it's unbelievable but is it you know their best ever he has a chance and you follow hockey more closely than i do matt this clearly have the greatest season by an abs slash nordiques player and that's saying something with the history especially since they moved to colorado but he's amazing i mean he's i'm not saying he's Jokic. i don't i don't follow it that way but he is so dominant at times. He's so fast. He's so athletic. I mean, Forsberg was different because he played the game physically as a scorer and could not, he was just, could not resist getting in scuffles and playing a, a way that was unique for a guy who was like, stay away from that. Just go score. Nate is so fast, so intense. And it just feels like in hockey, like there's times where it's like, he's just coming at you. He's just going to take the game over. I call Jokic inevitable. At times, like offensively, Jokic to me just feels inevitable. And that's how I feel with McKinnon right now. It's just like with him with the puck and he's going downhill, it's just like it feels inevitable. And he's always been fast, but it's like now it feels like every time he, you know, he takes a swing. Like that kid last night was throwing his hat when he's taking the, you know, right. when his uh, right. stick goes back. I mean, that's like Steph Curry shooting and turning around to the other bench. You don't see that in hockey. You see that in basketball. You don't see that in hockey. Right. Great insight, Troy, as always. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks, Troy. You got it, guys. See ya. Troy Rank, our Denver 7 uh, insider.